Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. You are listening to The Art of Podcast, and this is episode number 12. Well, welcome back to The Art of Podcast with me, your host, Leah Fisher. Thank you so much for joining me today again, and I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. I did not want to record this podcast, and it has nothing to do with my topic today. It was just my general level of motivation and inspiration. You know, I've been dealing with some business things this week, and I'm in the middle of buying my house. This is the first time I've ever done this by myself, and to be really honest with you, this is just not my wheelhouse. You know, I'm a creative. I like free flowing and and fuzzy things (laughs) happening. And I, I get very stressed out when it comes to dealing with numbers and paperwork and just a bunch of stuff. And so my motivation level was was really low. And I had to kind of force myself to get in here. And it has nothing to do with the topic today. I mean, it's a great topic, but I had to really reach down deep to come in here and be creative in this way. And what I did is I looked at my resistance to coming into recording and I had to ask myself, okay, what is your deep why? Why are you doing the podcast and what is the driving force behind it? Because it can't be a deadline. You know, it can't be because I'm supposed to be doing this podcast. I mean, that's completely kind of aside the point of the whole thing. So I sat down and I started saying, okay, Leah, why are you showing up to this space? And when I was thinking about that, it took me back to a memory that I wanted to share with you guys today that I think is super relevant. And when I unpacked it, it really showed me what I was doing here. So I was thinking back and a few years ago, I was in my gym at my condo and I was working out, I was on the treadmill and I was just doing some light walking and running. I don't, I don't really run. I try to sprint a little bit sometimes, but (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. I was probably just walking maybe at a brisk pace, you know, and there was this girl that was beside me and she was super low energy and being very slow. I started talking to her and She revealed to me that she had stage four breast cancer and, uh, you know, she was just trying to feel a little bit better. So she was moving her body a bit. And as we were talking, I remembered that I had some books at my house about cancer because my dad was struggling with cancer. I think maybe he had just passed away at the time. And I didn't really know what these books were really about. I think that I had picked them up at a half price books and maybe had intended to give them to him. He he was terminal and I, you know, I just ended up not giving them to my dad. So I told her, I said, Hey, you know, I have these books. I don't know 
if they'll be useful to you or not, but you can take them, take what you like, leave the rest. If not, pass them on to somebody else, throw them away, you know, whatever. And so I ran up to my house and I grabbed them for her and gave them to her. And she, uh, and we talked a little longer and she left and I didn't ever really think about it again. So fast forward to, I think it was maybe two or three years later and I was in Miami for Art Basel and I was at this really cool party at this huge mansion right on the ocean. And it was, you know, I mean, it was beautiful. And all of a sudden this girl comes up to me, this gorgeous girl. And she said, are you Leah Fisher? And I said, I, I am Leah Fisher. And she said, you may or may not remember me, but I met you at the house condominiums a couple of years ago. And you gave me some books and I, you know, I didn't even recognize her. It, it certainly didn't look like the same person for sure. But I, uh, I was like, oh, okay. And I, and I did remember talking to her and she said, you saved my life. You gave me a couple of books and I read them. I implemented their recommendations and, you know, I had stage four breast cancer and I'm now in remission. And I was like, wow, that's, I mean, that's incredible. And she said, not only that, but I gave the books to my oncologist and that they have now implemented a program within their practice, utilizing the philosophy and the techniques that were in those books. And she's created a whole program around that philosophy. And, and I tell you what, I, I felt she was crying, you know, and I, I felt so humbled and so happy and just so in awe of the fact that my inclination to follow my instinct and, you know, go out of my way, which wasn't that big of a deal to run up to my house and get those books that inadvertently some kind of fate or power outside of myself really drove me to do that and give her this material you know, I mean, you don't ever know what your actions, what kind of effect they're going to have on the people around you. And, you know, I've always been the kind of person who, since I've been trying to heal myself is always recommending books and recommending things that I will try to people that I know and love and, and strangers, you know, if the opportunity arises. And I think that that's, probably the moment where I realized that doing this kind of thing can actually change people's lives for the better. And so now as your healing curator, when I thought about this moment and I thought about my inclination to do that, it made me remember my motivation for showing up to this space and speaking to you guys about healing and resources and inspiration. So I got a little more motivated to come in and sit down and start recording. And so here I am. And today, what I want to talk about is kind of this thing that I do, why I show up here and it's being of service. And what being of service brings to my life and to our lives you know, because we can go about our lives in our own little worlds and they get 
very small and very tight and very stressed. And it's very easy for us to really be paying attention to our own thoughts and our own responsibilities and our own obligations. But being of service to people can be such a beautiful part of the healing journey and can really help you along in in changing your attitude and changing your trajectory and your your healing journey. And you know, it's a little counterintuitive because when you think about doing for others, it's taking time away from you and it's taking your energy. But what do we get out of it? What do we actually get out of doing it? And I would like to propose that we get so much more out of being of service to others than even the people that we help get. You know, it's, um, I've heard a term called it's reciprocal service. So, you know, what we get are feelings of well-being and usefulness and self-esteem. And every time that we come from a place of generosity and an abundance and give to other people, it just gets reflected back to us. So in my opinion, the whole reason why we heal and we take care of ourselves and deal with the past issues and traumas that we have is so that we can have more energy to give back to our fellow humans. Because this is the thing, you guys, we are all not separate. We are all connected by energy and the universe. And we don't live in this like little, I don't know, micro cosmic space by ourselves. Everything that we do in our energy affects those around us. So when we get into a space where we are being of service to our fellow humans, not only do we help them, but they help us in allowing us to to be there in that way. So, you know, what I wanted to talk about today is in order to get that benefit of being of service and being useful, a few different ways that are some very, maybe some different ways of being of service that you hadn't really thought about. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is one of the best ways of being of service. And this is going to sound kind of strange, but is to heal yourself, deal with your shit, deal with your trauma, deal with the things in your life that are not working. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, I bet you have, but you can't really help anyone until you are healthy and you are helping yourself. I think this is really the first step. And I know that this is not an easy task because we are so busy. We are, we have so many responsibilities. There are things that we have to take care of our family and our kids and, and everything that we're doing. But what I will say is that I have certainly been in this trap before. And I think that a lot of people are in this space where, especially women, right? And, and, and men too, but where we're really tending to the needs of everyone else around us instead of really looking at ourselves. And what can happen when this is going on is that we tend to overperform and we go into this hyper state of responsibility for everyone. And 
this kind of is tricky because it, it sort of looks like you're being of service, but really it's more, it's more codependency is what it is. And we start doing for everyone for a few reasons. We want to avoid our feelings of guilt and duty. And sometimes we will just start doing for people what they can actually do for themselves. And, you know, this would be a beautiful thing, except that the, the problem is, is that when we are overperforming and doing for everyone, and we're just really stressing our, our body and our psyche is we start to become resentful. We start to think I'm doing this for everyone and no one's really, really taking care of me. And it becomes very much a martyr situation. And we're just walking around with all this resentment and we're trying to get love and respect and a feeling of doing something that's meaningful. But when we're mothering and martyring and being resentful, it's, it's almost like the energy that we're putting out there by the way that we're feeling from all this resentment, it's actually doing some, some damage, not only to you, but to the, all the people around you, right? Because what happens? You're tired, you're stressed, you're in a bad mood. You can't be present with people. I mean, you're, you're upset and, and moody. Maybe you're yelling at drivers and, you know, getting, getting angry with tellers at the grocery store and just in general, just kind of, um, not feeling good because you haven't filled your own cup. Now we're working with this in, in really figuring out what is your responsibility and what is not your responsibility and stopping the enabling with the people in your life and starting to take care of yourself. This is, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's the work of the spiritual warrior. And there are tons of books on codependency. Uh, Codependent No More is one that I'm familiar with. You can also go to Al-Anon because a lot of this kind of goes on sometimes when you're in a family system where someone is sick, possibly with an addiction or an illness, and really getting into your boundaries around what is your responsibility and what is theirs and what you can control and what you can't is really life's work. But it is life's work that is going to be valuable to you and to those around you. So I think the first step in any healing journey and any idea of wanting to be of service is to look at yourself and be of service to yourself first. Be responsibly selfish. Pay attention to you so that you will have something to give because giving from an empty tank of gas is just, is not good. And it doesn't really do anybody any good. So that is my number one first tip. And there are so many resources on my website and stuff like that to lean into your self healing and get that journey started. So good luck with that. <laughs> um, my second tip is this is, this is really simple, but not easy sometimes. Um, when was the last time you really listened to someone? When was the last time you actually gave someone the gift of your absolute presence? 
you know, this is a beautiful way to be of service because as humans, we don't get this all the time. The next time you're with someone you love or, or even a stranger, you know, people want to be heard. They're starving to be seen and to be heard and to be witnessed and to be understood. And, you know, sit and listen to someone without thinking about what you're going to say to them or how you're going to fix the problem that they are, are ruminating on. Right. And it's a very interesting process. I think that you will notice that our brains will do the same thing. They, they always do. They want to chatter at us. They want to really analyze the situation and, and fix and do. And when you're listening to someone, the same thing as meditation, bring it back to the person and, and really experience them in all their senses, look at them and, and really try to cultivate the feeling of connecting with them and, and understanding what they're feeling and see if your body can, can feel and go on their experience with them. This is so easy to do with children. I'm not around kids a lot and I'm not a parent, but in the rare instances that I am around kids, I, I try to look in their eyes and really listen to what they're saying and, and be present with them. And it's, it's a powerful, powerful feeling because they're so present and they respond so well to generous present energy. So the next time you're with someone that you care about, really listen to them and just be there with them. It's a beautiful, free act of service that we don't get all that much, you know? And it's, it's interesting because connection and, and us knowing each other, it's one of our basic core needs, because as I said before, we're all connected, but we're disconnected all the time. So when we make a conscious effort to really be with someone, it's a beautiful, beautiful gift that you can give someone and, and you'll feel the joy and the happiness around it in your body when you try to do it. And the third thing I want to talk about is something that I try to practice when I can remember is for one week, do an act of kindness, but don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> you know, uh, we, sometimes I feel like we kind of need the recognition that we've done something good. And what I want to say is that when you do something nice for someone or some active generosity and don't tell anyone about it. It's you will, the feelings of usefulness and self-esteem and happiness and love and joy, they just kind of roll around in your body because when you start telling people about it, then the ego gets a little involved and it kind of dulls the, the good feelings that you get from it a little bit, you know? So Try for a week doing just little things, maybe picking up some trash in your neighbor's yard or um, dropping off some power bars to a homeless person. Or at the end of the night, if you're at the grocery store, take a couple of extra carts back up to the front so the people that work there don't have to work as hard, you know, at the end of the night. And you, there is all kinds of opportunity to to do good and to be kind and really look for those things, you know, just kind of say what in my world, something small that I can do, how can I be generous and how can I do it and do it for a week 
and see if your mood doesn't change and if you don't feel a little different. Okay, so those are the three things. And and what I will say is that if you're having a bad day, bad week, bad year, bad life, <laughs> being of service to others and getting out of your head is one of the best ways to change who you are. And, you know, I think once you start looking around and you start seeing everything that needs help in our world, you might just look at your own problems and say, you know what, I think they're probably not that bad. And, and even though I have challenges in my life, I'm still, I still have purpose and I still have this, this power to be an influence on my world, no matter what you're going through, you can still help other people. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And of course, those three ways of being of service are just kind of free and just little ways that you can implement that kind of energy into your life. But of course, there's also all kinds of charities that you can donate your time and your money Find something that you are passionate about, whether it's kids or animals or the environment or wherever you lean politically. If you really are into that, then, you know, donate your time to some cause that you believe in, because believe me, that time will not be wasted. You're going to meet like-minded people who's also going to increase your connection with humanity, and you're really going to broaden your horizons about what you're doing on this planet. You know, I think that most of us have been given a lot in this life. And sometimes we, we get a little in some self pity and we, and we we're not very grateful for it, but being of service really lets us lean into the fact that we are all so fortunate and blessed in this life. And we have so much to give, you know? And so I'm just happy that you guys let me come here and do this every week because I've been so touched by some of the people who have come up to me and said that they're, they're really listening to the podcast and it's helping them so much. And uh, it just confirms that my time is not wasted here and how lucky I am to have had the experiences I have had that I can share them with you and have this platform. And I'm just real grateful to be here, <laughs> you know? So I am going to leave you with a resource. I will, I'll link a couple of codependency books at the bottom, but I also want to give you a little fun assignment. So have you guys ever seen the movie pay it forward with Kevin Spacey and Helen Hunt? I think it was done in the year 2000. It's an older movie and I know Kevin Spacey has gotten in some trouble and we may not like him, but sometimes we separate the artist from the art. And I think that this is definitely one piece of art that we can take it in context because it's kind of what we're talking about here with this movie portrays. Kevin Spacey is a teacher and he has this little kid in his class and he gives this assignment to pay it forward to, I think it's five things that he wants people to do just little acts of kindness and the movie it documents the ripple effect of what happens when a little bit of generosity of spirit is spread around 
and how it can really change people's lives. You know, who knows when you're nice to someone, they might go and be nicer to someone else, their wife or their kids, or, or maybe you're going to restore someone's faith in humanity from your little act of human kindness, because we don't really get it all that much these days, you know? So watch this movie, let it inspire you to go out and be a good force in the world. No one's asking you to give more than you can, but we all have a little bit of something to give. So I'll let you roll around in that. And, you know, you can always find me on Instagram. If you have any stories about this, about if you decide to go out and, and kind of be present with someone or do a little kindness, let me know. Cause I, I want to hear about your experience with that and how it makes you feel. <laughs> um, so yeah, Instagram, Leah Fisher art. And as always, if you like this podcast, please give me five stars and give me a review. It's how it gets distributed and lets Apple know that people are interested and listening. And I have a newsletter and I'm, I'm again, I'm not very good at administrative stuff. I have it done. I have, I haven't been sending it out, but sign up for it. And what's going to happen within the next few weeks is my podcast will land right in your inbox and any kind of happenings that are happening with Leah Fisher art or the art of podcast, you will be the first to know. So I am going to leave you here. Thank you for witnessing me and letting me be of service. And I will talk to you very soon. 